Shalom, family. This is Abba's daughter back with another edifying episode. Family, today we're going to talk about spiritual attacks, okay? I know that I have covered this particular um, subject before, but I wanted to expand on this um, simply because, <laughs> you know, your sister, you know, we, we as the body of the Lord, we are all going through diverse temptations, diverse trials, um, diverse attacks, okay, spiritually. As we all know, everything that happens physically, it started out spiritually first, okay? Now, I wanted to give you guys some more insights on, you know, what's going on with me as far as, um, the attacks that come very hard. Now, it's no secret, family, that we are in the end of days. It's no secret. We know this. Um, things are getting worse and worse. The veil to the spirit realm is very thin. Family, a lot of things are happening and will happen as time progresses, okay? Now, I've told you guys before, you know, I am in the transportation industry, all right? Now, I'm very meticulous and we should all be meticulous about this. But I'm very meticulous about protecting myself spiritually. Okay. So if you guys remember, I'm going to go to um, Job chapter one real fast. I want to read something. So if you guys want to turn to that, let's go to Job chapter one. Okay. Now I've talked about this before, but I wanted to, you know, talk about this again. So in Job chapter one, we'll go to let's see, we'll start at verse six, okay? It says, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. So the sons of God, whenever the Lord mentions that in the Bible, those are the angels. Those are his angels, not the fallen ones, but the ones that are in heaven. Okay. Then it says, and Satan came also among them. All right. So as you guys can see, Satan is separated from the sons of God. Okay. He is in a category by himself because he's very wicked. And the Lord said unto Satan, whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that fears God and eschews evil. Okay. The word eschew means to hate. All right. So the Lord is describing Job's character. Job was, I mean perfect, upright. He served the Lord. You know, he visited the widows. He <clears throat> visited the fatherless. He was a contender for those who didn't have someone to contend for them. He sacrificed to the Lord all the time. I mean, Job was really about serving the most high. Okay. So then verse nine says, then Satan answered the Lord and pay attention to this family and said, 
Does Job fear God for nothing? Have not you made a hedge about him and about his house and about all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increased in the land. Pay attention to that family. Okay. Because Job was faithful in serving the most high, the most high granted protection placing a hedge of protection around Job and everything that pertained to him, everything that belonged to him. All right. This is a part of the spiritual warfare family. We have to be first obedient to the most high. That's in first Samuel chapter 15, verse 22. We have to first be obedient to him. Okay, there is no going around that. Once we are obedient family, our heavenly father, he places protection around us. Now, when you continue on reading about Job in the rest of the first chapter and the second chapter, it talks about how the most high allows Satan to uh, destroy everything that he has. Okay, takes it away, even his health. So what we are seeing is that even if we are 100% obedient to the most high, we're still going to go through trials and tribulations. Why? Because a higher tests us all the time. The testing is to build our faith. What he wants from us more than anything that we could ever do. He wants us to trust him. Okay, if you go to let's go to um, is it Hebrews? Hebrews, yes. Let's go to Hebrews chapter eleven. Hebrews chapter eleven, verse six, and the Bible reads, <clears throat> "But without faith, it is impossible." To please Ahia, for he that comes to Ahia must believe that he is God and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Okay, so we cannot please the Lord without faith, we must have faith. Faith is believing in what we do not see, believing in the Lord what he says he's going to do. Even though we have yet to see the evidence of it, we believe him and we trust him. That is faith. Without that faith, family, it is impossible to please the most high. All right. So getting back to spiritual attacks in my job, (laughs) I am a semi truck driver. I've mentioned this several times before. But I mention it again because it's very important to understand what I'm saying here. All right. The Lord tells us that Satan is the prince of this world. Okay. He is the prince of this world, meaning he is in control of almost everything that goes on in this world. When Adam and Eve fell in the beginning, they gave him the keys and the, and the, um, they, they gave him the leadership, the ownership of the world when they fell in the beginning. 
All right. So currently, as it stands, Satan is the prince of this world. All right. So if we do not belong, like if we do not belong to the most high by default, it doesn't matter if you are an atheist. It doesn't matter if you are a Muslim. It doesn't matter like if you are a denomination or some kind of a religious sect. It doesn't matter. Okay, if you are not of the Lord, of the living God, if you're not of him by default and automatically, you belong to Satan. That's it. There's only two ways. That's it. There's one way, which is a highest way or the other way, which is the devil's way. Okay, the darkness. And there's no in between. There's no limbo. There's none of that. There's no in between. Matter of fact, this world, the life we live today is probably the only in-between you'll ever see. And you've got to take advantage of being here to determine where you will be in the next life. The real life. (laughs) Okay. So I know without a doubt in my mind, my Heavenly Father has me protected on all sides. Okay. I'm protected in my truck. There's nothing demonic in here. He has his own hedge of protection around me because I pray for it. You know, I'm, I do my best to be as obedient as possible. Now, yes, I am human. I will mess up. And I admit that I do at times mess up. But we have to live a repentant and prayerful life. That is very important. We got to include fasting in there too. Very important stuff. Now, Satan cannot, he absolutely cannot penetrate anything the Most High has set up unless the Most High gives him permission. But I mentioned that Satan is the prince of this world because that means the majority of the people, the majority, not a little part, the majority of the people belong to Satan. So he can use them. In any way he sees fit. So family, you being a child of the most high, you are going to experience some negative kickback from family, friends, strangers. Okay. Satan uses my husband against me often, often. And I, I did a um a story about me and my husband. We met, I was wicked too. We was both wicked, but I changed. He did not, but he continued to want to be with me even though I changed. I guess he's hoping I'm gonna go back to being how I used to be, but I can't do that. So because my husband has not changed, he is being used by Satan against me all the time. Family, me being, you know, a truck driver, I don't come home, but maybe once every two to three weeks at a time. When I come home, I expect to have a peaceful time at home of rest and relaxation, not worrying about work, bills, nothing. But when I come home, I get chaos. At least the first day (laughs) never fails. The rest of the time it might smooth out, but the first day, oh, mm. Extreme chaos. And it is nothing but the devil using my husband against me. Okay. So with me being a truck driver, 
like I said, the devil has no permission to just come up in my truck and do what he won't. No. So he uses the people around me. Understand, he used the people around me to do things that I, and then I recognize right away, it's spiritual. I have to go into prayer, I'm battling, and it's like this all the time. Family, it is exhausting. And I'm sharing this because I know there are many of you out there who are in the same position as myself. You're fighting, you know, your loved ones because Satan is using them against you. So you're constantly praying and in spiritual battle at war. Family, it's not going to be like this forever. I actually don't cry all the time. I don't cry all the time. But when I do, it's because the the attacks are just piled up so hard and so heavy that there has to be a release. When we cry, it is a release. It's a release of everything that's been pent up inside of our soul, our spirit. And we have to release it. Because if we don't release it in that way, it might come out in a in a negative way. We don't we don't want that family, you know. But I just wanted to let you guys know, like, you're not alone. You're not alone in this fight. If you belong to the most high, you're going to go through it. It says here in John chapter 10, verse 10, the thief cometh not. But for to steal and to kill and to destroy. The Lord said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Ephesians 6 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. But the Lord told us in Luke chapter 10, verse 19, he said, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Hallelujah. Our heavenly father is assuring us that he has made a way for us. Okay. See, we have to learn how to tap into that power. When you are a born again, when you have been reborn in the Lord family, you have inherited some some spiritual power because the Lord is telling us in Luke 10, 19, that we have power over all of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt us. We have to believe that. Now, how do we tap into that power? Family, that is definitely a spiritual, spiritual journey that we have to go into. James 4, 7 says, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Family, it's all about resisting. We have to resist Satan all the time. That is why we're exhausted. Let me tell you, let me remind you guys of a um, a, a, a vision that a sister had. Years ago, I always talk about these two particular visions she had because it's so significant. But this one right here, um, I remember in her vision, she said she saw two 
men sitting on a bench next to each other. Okay, side by side. They both looked very similar to each other, like almost alike. Okay. She said, as she looked, one of the men looked very exhausted, very exhausted. I mean, he looked like he was on the brink of passing out. He was tired. And she said, finally, he went to lay his head on the other man's shoulder. And as he laid there, he began to merge into that man. And he said that she said it was revealed to her that the one that was being merged into was our Lord and Savior. The other one, you know, he was a servant of the Lord and he was finally entering into the Lord's rest. Hallelujah. Family, as long as we are in this world, let me tell you something. If you truly belong to the most high, you are going to be attacked. You are going to go through trials and tribulations. If if you're not going through something, you need to question what, what, what your walk is like. Okay. Because the Lord was very sure when he told us we are going to go through these things. He said, the servant is not above the master. So if the master went through it, the servant will definitely go through it. He said, they don't, they hate us because they hate him, family. The devils and the world hates us because they hate the Lord. That's it. Family, I get attacked out here all the time. I cannot remember when I first started driving 13 years ago, family, I loved it. You understand? It was peaceful. It was, I think, the first time I actually got to really just enjoy the peace and the quiet and the serenity of being by myself and exploring new things and doing new things and driving and being by myself. It was just so invigorating. Family, I have not had that in such a long time. Mm. (sighs) Family, it's not easy out here. It is not easy. The Lord is our strength. Hebrews 13:8. Yeshaya Hamashiach, the same yesterday and today and forever. He does not change. He does not change. He knows what works. He knows how to make things better. But we have to just keep on trusting him. In 1 Peter 5, 8, it says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Family, he's going about trying to to cause chaos. He's not messing with those that belong to him. I'm telling you right now. If you belong to him, he ain't messing with you. Why? Because you already had it on the path of destruction. And that is his goal to make sure every last person perishes. Why? Because it hurts the most high. Not necessarily us. I mean, he hates us because he hates the Lord, but he mainly is trying his best to hurt 
the most high. That's it. And it's the only way is by is through the Lord's creation. But we have to remind ourselves in Romans 12, 21, it says, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good family. Our first nature as human beings is to repay evil with evil. Right. But we have to resist. And family, I'm not even going to sit here and lie. I sometimes fail in that area. Oh, it is so hurtful. It is so hurtful. It is so hurtful because <sighs> Satan is like that. It's like your little brother and he just keep poking at you. And you tell mom, mom, he's touching me. He's like, I'm not touching you. And he keeps, I mean, he's just annoying, just annoying. That's what he does. He, he, he pushes your buttons. And he does it over and over and over again until you snap. And that's the reaction he wants from us. But we have to quickly repent and get back on track. We have to. <laughs> the Lord says in Proverbs, the righteous man falleth seven times and gets back up every time. Every time. We cannot fall and wallow in self-pity and despair. Okay. We have to just dust off our knees, dust off our feet and keep on going. Because Satan is going to continue to come after us harder and harder and harder every single time without fail. Without fail. Family, I know, I know you're tired. I know you are. Why? Because I'm tired. <laughs> Fighting every day. All the time. It makes no sense to me. You can hardly rest, can hardly think can hardly do anything except lean on the most high and that's what we have to do this journey is not for the faint of heart family it's really not i think about the parable of the sower and the seed often you know there are so many people who start out, you know, joyous, <laughs> joyous in the Lord. But once the the temptation and the testing comes and the tribulation and the trials, they can't take it and they go back into the world. Or those who hear the word and immediately Satan just snatches it out of them. You know, I mean, this this spiritual journey is not easy. A higher never said it would be. Mm -mm. I believe he said the opposite. <laughs> it's it's definitely, definitely hard. More so because, you know, we're sinners. <laughs> More so because we're used to being sinners, you know, and we're we're working on coming up out of that. So it's a little bit harder for us, especially those of us who've been in captivity, you know, with our ancestors for the past 400 years. You know, it's. It shouldn't be so hard, but it is. It is. But it's okay. It's all right, family. We just have to continue and endure. I read a passage to my sister earlier. And um, I want to read it to you guys. Revelation chapter. Uh, if I remember correctly. Let me see. Chapter 7. Verse, let me see, 17. It says, 
for the lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and shall lead them unto living fountains of water. And yes, and Ahiah shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Yes, we're going to cry. We're going to weep. We're going to wail. We're going to, you know, lament. We're, we're going to be tired. But the Lord promises that he will wipe away all of our tears when we finally get to cross the finish line. Family, we have to continue this race. Matthew chapter 24. Okay, let me go 24. Hold on. I believe it's 24, 24. Let me make sure. Okay, no, it's not that one. So it must be 13. So Matthew 24, 13 says, But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Family, we have to endure. We have to endure. So thank you guys for tuning in. I just wanted to come on here and just let you know that we're all going through it. The whole body of the Lord is going through it. We may not be next to each other, around each other, but we are all going through the same torments. We're all going through the same persecutions. Okay. We're all going through the same oppression because of who we serve, but you got to keep on doing it. You got to matter of fact, this is the part we got to work on. James chapter one, verse two says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Family, we have to learn to be joyous when we get attacked. It's not easy. I'm not going to lie because I have a hard time. But we have to remember who we serve and why we're being attacked. It's because of who we serve. That means we are on the right track. Keep going. Okay, keep going. I just want to remind you guys one more time. Um, we are the second exodus is around the corner. Um, you have, like I said, two more events around the corner, the three days darkness coming and the zombie apocalypse family. If any of you have taken those wretched shots, please repent, stand in the earth, ask the most high to draw those poisons out through the earth and turn away from it okay because it's wicked people are seriously dying from this thing there are these white and black clots that are forming in people's veins who have taken that shot literally they find it in people after they have died and they can pull it out it's very viscous and rubbery like that's what's causing them to die have heart failure almost every single person is is getting heart failure from this stuff some of the um, morticians even said that after they pulled the stuff out, it's still moving. Family, if any of you took the shot, please, please, I implore you to go and repent. I mean, fall on your face and be and just repent and stand barefoot in the earth not on concrete or wood no stand in the grass and ask the most high to draw those toxins out through your feet 
So that being said, family, I love you all. And I thank you for your time and for tuning in. I will talk to you all soon. Shalom.